what it is it's live and ad free podcast southeast third with your host aaron rollins coming at you with some limp biscuit man that song is fucking old isn't it that's off their 1999 album uh i think that was break stuff is the name of that one um that's either the name of the song or the name of the album i don't freaking remember anymore Anyway, uh, you know, people used to give Fred Durst all kinds of grief. And I'm sure, you know, he's got his skeletons in the closet. He's done his fair share of shit. You know, we all get what we deserve in some form or fashion. And I'm, I'm sure he's paid his dues. But, you know, Aaron Lewis got on stage and said, you guys really should get to know him and give him a chance. Because, you know, when my house caught fire and I lost everything in California, he drove on his motorcycle through the night. To uh, come help me out, and I was like, "Damn, man! I didn't know that. I didn't even know Aaron Lewis lost his house." Um, that's kind of a common thing out there, apparently. You know, I heard uh, about you know all the fires and everything, and the fire crews working out there, and all the ways that they, you know, put people on fire crew and all that stuff. And I remember watching um, this documentary about Zac Efron and this nutritionist or whatever the hell he was. He was some sort of guru and he lived in California and he lost his house to a fire and he had some really priceless stuff in there like you know sentimental value type stuff and I mean it just goes to show you you can be uh, broke barely even making it in your house or a celebrity and those fires will fuck your shit up regardless yeah excuse me um, I, I still don't understand the, the rationale behind why those fires are so bad out there I know it's like super dry and hot and there's lots of wind and there's mountains and stuff and that can, you know, create a good scenario for fires. But, you know, they, they've got raging fires that go over acres and acres and acres and they, you know, wipe out homes, wipe out forest and wildlife. I mean, just murdering motherfuckers left and right. And um, anyway, it's just one of those peculiar things I, I can't explain. Like, uh, what's up with that electrical storm that has been, um, you know, I think it's one of those South American countries and it goes on damn near 70 to 85% of the year. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. Anyway, now all that bullshit aside, uh, if you don't like Limp Biscuit, well, I'm sure Fred Durst doesn't care. He's fucking rich. So, you know, just, uh, in spite of all that controversy, with him and Eminem and some of those other people. Uh, yeah, he doesn't give a fuck about your feelings. He makes his money and he's doing just fine as far as I know. So, Still playing his shit on the radio, obviously. So, What are you going to do? Um, moving on. So, fuck, man. Uh, I've talked about the, the podcast previously. And, uh, excuse me. Let me. That didn't make a lot of sense. I've talked on the podcast previously about uh, these cats that my girlfriend and I got, and um, she talked to them like babies, and my, my mom does this shit with her dog, and I just can't fucking stand it. It's, they're, they're not babies. I mean, you can, you can, you can look at them as, as babies or children because they're still growing, and they're, you know, they're growing fast, but they're still 
you know, in the kitten or puppy stage, whatever you want to call it when they're fucking pets, they're, they're still in the adolescent stage, if you will, but, you know, talking to them like babies just fucking irritates the shit out of me, and it's, and it's usually because of how it sounds, God, it sounds so fucking irritating, like, when my mom does it, um, she, she talks like, she, she just talks like a baby to this eight-year-old dog. <laughs> how, does, uh, how does she... I'm trying to think of some things that she would say. Come on, Brassy. Come on, Brassy. It's bedtime. Come on, Brassy. Go bed. Come on, Brassy. Brassy. And talks to her like... Oh, he's sleeping. No, sleeping, Brassy. Are you spoiled? You're spoiled. You're spoiled rotten. Like, God dang it, man. That's <laughs> Stop that. Talk to him like, an, like a dog. You know? Like a companion. Like a friend. That's what pets are supposed to be. Shit. It's, it's, it's treating them like fucking babies. Jamie will, will call for the cats and she'll be like, I hear you. Hey. Come over here. So, ugh, stop that. It's it's sharp and it like it hits me in my spine. <laughs> it's, it's fucking awful. It's fucking awful and it's like it, she she does it loud too. Shit. And I've had a little bit of that at work. Um not the whole sharp thing, but people being loud, like right in my ear. Uh, this this nurse was trying to like, she talks real fast. Um, she, it's not that she has a panic disorder; it's just that maybe she has ADHD or something. But she she rarely sits still, and she's always talking. And um, she comes up behind me, and she's talking in my ear, and she keeps talking, and I, I don't, I'm trying to think. And I said, "You're really loud, and you're right in my ear." And she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I, I just do that." I'm like, "But." Who the fuck says that kind of shit's okay? You know, I see why they hit the fucking panic button on me down in the ED. Because if people are just allowed to behave however the fuck they want to behave. You know, the, the one of the nursing supervisors, which I, I want to comment that I think right now it's all women. Um, nope, there's one guy. Yeah, one guy is a, is a... And what that means is is that for all the, all the nurses that are working, um, there's a supervisor that manages where people are at. And for how long? And they understand the needs of the patients that are at each place. You know, is somebody really sick and they need someone to, to observe them while they're there, which is called a sitter. They need a, or, or maybe they're um, de- demented and uh, sundowning or Alzheimer's and they need a sitter to sit with them so that they don't hurt themselves or somebody else. You know, they, they track all that stuff. They track who calls in. They track who's going to come in for overtime. Um, anyway, so this nursing supervisor came to where I was working and was talking about, uh, you know, certain behaviors. And this one dude had called out again, and um, she mentioned that, and I was like, oh. And I, I was just kind of like not really paying attention. It's like, so somebody called out? She's like, yeah, that guy that fell asleep in the ED for like four hours. And I immediately knew who she was talking about. And I, I just had this reaction like, oh. That fucking guy! He still works there! Fuck! You know, and what it's what I've realized is that there's two explanations for this. And I love to find explanations. I love to root cause things. Because it helps me understand how to deal with something and how to how to properly answer and respond to the situation when I know the purpose. And so with this guy. His um, situation, you know, he needs to either have his ass fucking kicked, like seriously, maybe put him in the hospital for a day, get that motherfucker concussed, um, 
or he needs to be fired and charged with a crime. And I think either one of those things, and I'm not saying convict him of a crime because that can really, you know, upend your life and he's got a license and, you know, all that stuff. I'm not trying to, you know, take his lifestyle from him. I'm trying to teach him a hard lesson so that he doesn't forget it and comes out of whatever he's in. Because, you know, people that know him from before, and I've talked about this guy at length, people that know him from before he came to work with the, the VA in Temple said that he was a fantastic nurse. He was intelligent. He was well-educated. I say well-educated. He was well-read. He he knew how to handle his business. And it just all happened one day where he just turned things around and said, you know what, what can I get away with? And I, I get it. I absolutely get it. You face the bullshit for so long and you see people taking advantage and you see people, damn man, there's a huge ass fire back here. Like the whole fucking street's like gray and black. Shit. That's at least 50 yards. Um, and shit, man, talking about fires and stuff. Uh, anyway, um, you, you, you stay in that bullshit for too long, you know, some things are gonna change in you because the place isn't gonna change. We've seen that after like only two years of me working here, I've seen that the ED, the emergency department, is not gonna change. Well, it's actually two and a half now. You get what I'm saying. Um, and you know, the guy that was there before me, he worked there for four plus years and he didn't see it change. The only thing that changed was how you do the job, not what you got to put up with and the environment you're in and all that nonsense. None of that changes. And so, well, anyway, we're, you know, enough bitching about that. I've been bitching and moaning enough. Um, I'm almost done with classes, man. Thank fucking God. But, you know, of course, UMHB is doing its bullshit. It was like, hey, you still owe $7,000 because the VA is not paying for your shit no more. And I was like, I know that. That's why I try to take out grants and uh, apply for scholarships. It's like, well, yeah, you're going to have to pay it with loans. I'm like, you fucking bitches. I got an $8,000 fucking scholarship from the vice president and none of that applies? Where did that money fucking go? Son of a bitch, man. Bitch. This is the purpose of, of making all A's that, that those two semesters. If, if it doesn't fucking carry into... It doesn't matter. Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, the th- point is, is that I've got to come up with the money and I'm going to uh, take out fucking student loans. I was approved and that's going to apply and it's son of a bitch. You know, I, I looked um, at my statement and I think they said it's 29000 a year for people that don't live on the campus. Son of a bitch. So, should have gone somewhere else. You know, I, I could have definitely done it too. I could have, you know, paid like, I don't know, eight grand, eight grand for the classes that are only offered at UMHB and then taken all the other classes at another cheaper location and still met their requirements and gotten into the PA program. But I didn't know enough about the PA program when I jumped in to know that I could even do that. You know, I've been out of school for over a decade, man. What do you want from me? So, anyway. Um, I'm, I'm just glad that it's almost over. So glad that it's almost over. Like the light, or at least, you know, not the clinicals isn't over. The stuff I got to do when I get into PA school is not, not even close. It hasn't even started yet. Um, I'm hoping that I can get in on that. Uh, what is it? The scholarship that they offer at the VA, the health professional scholarship. Dude, that would be fucking cake. You don't work during the spring or fall. You work during the summer. 
but you don't take classes in the summer. And it's like, oh shit, son. It's about to be on like Donkey Kong if I can get up in that shit making some good ass money. Um, anyway, Jamie wants me to be a, uh, a uh, fucking oyster, a pearl, a pearl salesman with her. Um, she's talking about doing it. Apparently, you can make some serious money. You just got to have a shitload of people following you and watching your videos that you make. I'm not going to do it. I, I'm not about that life. Um, I've never been one to want to, you know, stay in front of the camera. I, I enjoy camera time. I enjoy some stuff, some of that stuff, but I, I'm just not that dude. That's not my kind of thing. Um, she's wanting to do it because it'll give her a break from the shit she's got to put up with at work. And I totally respect that because the, the, the shit she's got to deal is, is getting deal with is getting worse by the fucking month. Um, you know, I, I complain a lot. And I'm starting to see that, uh, you know, she has plenty to complain about, too, because um, her job seems to change every couple of months because the leadership hasn't gotten it figured out. Uh, please excuse my car noises as, you know, I've cracked my windows. It's hot, hot as fuck in Texas. Um, so she, yeah, I mean, I totally get it. I totally get it. God dang, I just walked in the house and it smells like cat piss and shit. <laughs> that litter is not doing its job. Uh, but to be fair, it needs to be changed out. Oh, well. Ugh. Hey, kitties. How y'all doing? Hey, what's up? You want some pets? I'll give you some pets. See? I'm not talking to her like a damn baby. Because she's not a baby. Please don't scratch me. Thank you, thank you. What's up, buddy? You sleeping? Yeah? It's a good nap? Yeah. They're good cats. But you're not going to hear me talk to them like everyone else. Because it's dumb. He likes pets, though. He likes scratches on his head. And he's okay with uh, belly rubs. Isn't that right, buddy? Yes. Yes, it's right. Oh, don't scratch me. Fuck. <laughs> uh, man, I was playing with him one time, and uh, I think it was the female. We got a boy and a girl that we rescued off the street. And... Uh, I think it was a female. She she just kind of like swatted me, but she had taken her claw out just enough to prick, to nick me, and it drew blood. I was like, shit, man. Those claws are fucking sharp. <laughs> Way sharper than I gave him credit for. Anyway. Oh, I got a shitload of stuff I got to get done. Not looking forward to this dumb shit. But anyway. Um, school is almost out. Let's talk about uh, John... John Pimentel, a friend of mine, has a uh, podcast now, and it's transitioned over to Spotify. Um, you know, you got to go where the numbers are at, so I get it. He uh, he just talked about the Justice League, or not the Justice League. He talked about the new Flash movie with Ezra Miller and you know uh, all those other people that are in it. And um, I was like, you know what? I gotta I gotta check it out. It's been out for over a month. I need to check it out. And it was fucking for sale for twenty five bucks. And you could rent it for $19.99. I was like, hell no, I'm not going to fucking rent it when I can buy it for six more dollars. That's stupid. Oh, you had to excuse me. I had to stop what I was doing and take care of cats and stuff. Um, but I was saying, you know, that the fucking price of the, the rental and the buy is ridiculous. And they do that shit on purpose. Either you're going to be convinced to spend, you know, 20 plus bucks and buy the movie. Or you can spend nearly the same price and just rent it and only have it for like three days. If that. And I'm like, that's dumb. Why would anyone do that? That doesn't make any damn sense. 
You know, so it's, it's a fucking trap. But I want to check it out. I want to see what it's about, you know. So, fuck. I'm, I've got it pulled up right now, looking at it. It's fucking stupid. I gotta say, um, starting out, there were some issues that I, I wasn't really into about the movie. Um, what do I mean by that? Like, who do they pick to play that female? What's her name? Um, Kiersey Clemens. And not that she's not a, a good actress. She probably is. I don't know really her stuff. But in this one, it feels like sometimes they just run with what they get. And they don't try to, like, refine the scenes. And I really wish they would. Because, you know, they get these camera shots. And everything's on a time crunch. And you can only do so much. And I respect that. You know, that makes sense. But Jesus Christ, man. You gotta... You gotta make it look natural or believable or, you know, sometimes they just go for the weird and all the way out there and it doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. Like, goofiness and all that other shit. I mean, yeah, there's there's a point where you, you gotta say, you know, that people are like this and we have to accept that. So we've gotta incorporate some of that into the movie. But when you just go out of your way to be like that, it's dumb. It's straight up dumb. And I, I, you can see it because it's not natural. It's forced. You know, James Gunn has a lot of that shit in his Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. And I'm like, this isn't natural, man. This is this is forced. And when you force it, you, it, it turns out to be shit. You know, what was that movie? Uh, Sent to a Woman. That movie is like but smooth as butter, dude. It's it's good. It's good. Um, what's another? Uh, oh, fucking Goodwill Hunting. Dude, that movie just fucking flows. And I'm sure they had to, you know, do retakes and reshoots and all that other stuff. But... Um, just, I mean, it's, it all feels natural and it, it's, it's, it's got, you know, depth to it and it, it feels serious and just, just like the fucking Godfather, the Godfather feels serious, you know, when, uh, Sonny's like grabbing Michael up and ready to beat his ass or, um, Michael is, uh, screaming at who, uh, who's he, he screamed at several people. He screamed at, uh, Tom. Um, about his uh, wife miscarriage and, you know, that it all felt serious, you know? And, and yeah, it had its, like, silly moments where that one fucking hitman from the uh, Corleone family, um, I can't remember his damn name. He wore, the like, the big, thick shades and uh, kind of had bad skin. He had, like, these mannerisms with his arms and hands. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? He was the, the bookkeeper in Rocky. You, you've, if you've seen Rocky, you know who I'm talking about. He's in The Godfather, and I'm like, what? That that doesn't feel. That feels weird. I don't know why that's in there. Why you're doing that as that character? But you know what? I'm not an actor, so what can I fucking say? And you know, that's all relevant to talk about right now with their goddamn strike going on. And you, at first, when I heard about it, I was like, oh Jesus Christ, these people need to fucking uh, eat a piece of humble pie. And then I realized something: you got people that do not get paid for their work. They help the studio out with some of their game plan and processing, but they don't get the money for it. And I was like, ooh, I didn't know that. There's a little, it runs a little bit deeper than just, you know, these big names running up to a picket line and trying to stand up for something. There's some people out there that really need some change to happen so that they're, they can have a living doing what they love. Excuse me. And just because, you know, the majority of the American population doesn't get to do what they love doesn't mean that people can't at all. You know, my brother's this all-or-nothing type of guy. It's like uh, pets do not deserve the same uh, consideration as humans in any respect. And I'm like, 
Okay, but you still need to value their life. They're still living creatures. You're supposed to value the life of living creatures. Yeah, but not the same as humans. That, that, yes, I agree with you on that. But it doesn't mean that you don't value their life at all. That you, He's like, oh, this is hypocritical to me. I'm like, what, whatever, man. I can't, I can't convince you, so I'm just going to move on to the fucking chemistry homework that I got a fucking pile, a mountainous pile of. I got shit that's due for like three days ago, so I'm going to get off of here, uh, eat some chow, and get on that. We'll watch a little bit of this movie. Um, y'all, please take care of yourselves. It's a, a triple digits out there all goddamn week, so don't do nothing stupid. Drink water. Um, this has been your host, Aaron Rollins, talking about all kinds of nonsense. <laughs> Appreciate y'all tuning in to Southeast Third Live and ad-free on my Anchor podcast. I am signing off.